Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 9th of July 2021, including the new Marvel film Black Widow on Disney+, and the high-end Amazon property show Lux Listing Sydney. And we'll also be talking about the animated Disney movie spin-off series Monsters at Work and Goal's 20th anniversary celebration of sitcom The Office. But first, Ian, what is in the news? On Apple TV Plus, Foundation is the first ever screen adaptation of Isaac Asimov's award-winning sci-fi novel series. That's going to be showing in September. It will star the brilliant Jared Harris, and it's a tale of complicated relationships that will ultimately determine the fate of humanity. What else is in the news? <laughs> um, well, what else is in the news? Harry Potter star Jason Isaacs, uh, very excitingly, is going to join the cast for the third series of Sex Education. He's going to be joining as Peter Groff, headmaster Mr Groff's more successful and not very modest older brother. So that show returns um, to Netflix this autumn, obviously, which I'm very excited about. Great, and I've noticed that he's fronting those uh, adverts for Donkey Sanctuaries on uh, ITV4. By the by, just I, I do that. love a Donkey Sanctuary, mind you. I'm just <laughs> putting that out there. Who doesn't? Well, um, <laughs> a good week, I would say, especially a good week for people who subscribed to Disney+. Plus. Speaking of which, the eagerly anticipated new Marvel film out in cinemas, but also out from Friday the 9th of July on Disney Plus if you have the premiere access. It stars Scarlett Johansson and here is a clip. We have to go back to where it all started. So they never do that to anyone again. We're a family. We fight with you. You won't win. I've always found it best. Not to look into the past. Right, Hannah, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the endless stream of Marvel Universe films and TV spin-offs, but if you haven't, uh, let me just fill you in. So Black Widow, also known as Natasha Romanoff, is played by the wonderful Scarlett Johansson, and uh, she's one of the Avengers who doesn't have superpowers or uh, a super suit. This, in essence is her origins story. Uh, all superheroes have to have an origin story, don't they? But we've had to wait quite a long time for it because she made her debut as an undercover S.H.I.E.L.D. agent in Iron Man 2 way back in 2010. Can you believe it? Uh, then she had a big role in 2014's Captain America, The Winter Soldier, and she's been in all four Avengers movies. So her backstory is she was part of this secret Soviet spy program where young women were brainwashed into becoming assassins. So uh, we're going into her backstory and we're meeting her, They're kind of like a surrogate family really. So Florence Pugh plays Yelena, who is a fellow Black Widow assassin and she's kind of like a sister to Natasha from their early years. Now, it also has the wonderful David Harbour, who you may remember from 
as the sheriff in Stranger Things. He's fantastic. He's got a great role in this as Alexei Shostakov, also known as Red Guardian, who's a father figure to her. And the wonderful Rachel Weiss uh, as Melina, who is another black widow who's like a sort of surrogate mother. I actually think of the Marvel movies, this works really well because it's quite self-contained. It's nice for Black Widow to get an origin story because I mean, Johansson did recently say that the way she was introduced to the Iron Man franchise, it was quite sexist, wasn't it? Do you remember that uh, Iron Man said, oh, uh, you know, I'd love a piece of that. Not he saw on. Her, which is all rather inappropriate. We also have Ray Winston and we have William Hurt. So it's got a great cast, as you'd imagine. I mean, Black Widow is sort of noted in the Marvel films for fantastic kind of martial arts style fight sequences so there's plenty of that there's humor florence pews yelena is great fun she kind of takes the mickey out of uh, out of natasha quite a lot uh, the dad as i say played by david harbour is is very funny he's sort of like a fat soviet version of captain america so yeah i mean if you like marvel films you will love this and i think it's great that johansson's got a decent origin story for her character. Now, will you be watching? <laughs> um, I, I, well, it's no secret that I don't love Marvel films, let's be honest. But I am a fan, I am a fan of Scarlett Johansson. So um, for me, I, you know, I, I have watched a bit of it. And it is a good cast. And that is a big draw if you're not a sort of, you know, a fan of this genre, I think. And like you say, it's sort of relatively self-contained. Um it's it's the the cast is what makes it i think um mm-hmm. it's yeah it's is it fast it's too fast it, it kind of is i suppose because they all are but i i i think it's for somebody like me that doesn't like this genre i think it is something that i could sit the whole way through <laughs> that's that's positive isn't it it's also got a really good villain called taskmaster nothing to do with greg davis let me stress and also quite a lot of references to a certain bond movie that bond fans may pick up on right now over on amazon prime well it's something very different lux listings sydney the real estate market in sydney is crazy it's an incredibly fast pace oh my gosh holy shit the Sydney market is the most luxury in the world. The scale of 1 to 10, I'd say we're probably at 11 right now. Well, let me tell you, this is for me. This is absolutely 100% a piece of me. Um, this is a reality docuseries. Um, gosh, I'm so, honestly, it's, I'm so obvious, aren't I? I'm so a cliche. Um, so <laughs> this is a series, um, as I say, and it is, it's six parts. And you'll see inside the very glamorous world of three elite estate agents and um, you watch them negotiate some multi-million dollar deals in Sydney so you see them in some of the sort of flashiest parts of Australia and it's what would you call it property porn I think is probably the best way to describe this this is absolutely I mean 
honestly, whatever you live in, it's, it's going to feel rubbish. That's the warning this should come with. It's going to feel absolutely rubbish in comparison to these amazing houses. So apart from anything, you get a really amazing preview, uh, look around the, these houses, how amazing they are and, and just absolutely incredible in excess, well, millions and millions of pounds. And then you see these estate agents because it's not just, it's not just the houses that are so brilliant. Of course, you get to know these very uh, ferocious agents, um, very flash in their sports cars, trying to sell these houses. And you get to see a bit of their private life too. So it's a buy-in on every single level. So you, they're, they're quite renowned estate agents in the area and they're used to selling houses like this. And there's a lot, a lot of ego, Ian, a lot of ego. Is it one for you? I mean, it's, it's pretty good, isn't it? These, these people, they reminded me of the candidates on The Apprentice because they have such a high opinion of themselves and they say things like, I eat success for breakfast and they just think they're God's gift. They drive these flash cars. I mean, they're, they're pretty... I mean, you don't warm to them. Personally, I didn't warm to them as people, but it's kind of like car crash TV because it's, it's just fascinating to watch them and listen to the, the guff that they come out with. But as you say, I mean, well, Sydney is gorgeous and these... These homes that they're selling are just staggering, really. Yeah, I definitely got, I ended, I, it did give me status anxiety, I will admit that. What I was hopeful of was that they were really hamming it up for the cameras, but I actually think deep down they weren't. This really is them. These estate agents really are as obnoxious as they come across. This will not do anything to enhance the already poor reputation of estate agents who are right down with us the journalists at the bottom of the list <laughs> oh, it's a low oh. blow Ian it's a low blow over on gold well this will make you feel a bit old it certainly does me it's the 20th anniversary of British comedy classic The Office wow that was first on our screens in 2001 can you believe it the Office is available on Netflix, I'm sure people have noticed. But Gold are marking the anniversary by giving the opportunity to watch all of the show, starting with the triple bill of the first three episodes. It stands up. David Brent, one of the greatest comedy creations of all time, I would say, but so, and, and had wonderful support. Of course, there was The Office love story between Tim and Dawn, Martin Freeman and Lucy Davis... Uh, the brilliant Gareth, played by Mackenzie Crook. Finchy, Finchy the salesman, Ralph Innocent. Patrick Balladi playing uh, Brent's boss, Neil. Fantastic cast, brilliant, brilliant script. Uh, it, it was almost like a kind of new form of, of comedy, wasn't it, with bringing in the mockumentary. Uh, Merchant and Gervais uh, directing it, of course, and, and towering above everyone else, the monstrous David Brent, the uh, boss slash uh, entertainer. And so many of them have gone on to do more wonderful shows. So uh, it, it, it doesn't date at all. And it's one of those shows you can watch it again and again and again. So, uh, yeah, I will be I, I will be binging my way through it. Um, you'll be able to do that on Netflix or on UK TV Play. I'm sure you're a fan of this. I absolutely love The Office. It's just timeless, isn't it? I mean, I cannot believe it's that old. I mean, in a way, it was old even at the time, the way the behaviour, wasn't it, within that office? It was kind of like just completely unacceptable, but proper 
laugh out loud and it's still you you know you you go like you say you'll go and binge watch it and very often if I if I need a laugh we'll, we'll put it on and it's just it's just so funny but sort of teamed with the let's say the whole Martin Freeman Lucy Davis relationship in that it just it just fires on every single cylinder I absolutely love it it's one of the few British shows to transfer brilliantly to America they they had their own version of The Office starring Steve Carell which again that's available on Netflix and that is it's totally its own thing it is based on The British Office but it's wonderful it's really really worth catching so if you've not seen that um, highly recommended now we're going to go back to Disney Plus because it's the animated spin-off Monsters at Work. Actually, we don't scare anymore. Now we're laugh power. Sorry about that. They're putting you two in charge. You're kidding. It's laughter we're after. We're gonna need to find a couple of hundred more funny monsters. Excuse me, Tyler Tuskman, official scarer. What? Scarer? You're no longer hiring scarers? Scarers are out. Jokesters are in. Is this a joke? Okay, so this is a a 10-part series, and... You'll remember back in 2001, we, we keep talking back in the past, don't we? All those years ago, again, making me feel really, really old. Um, there was the Pixar animation Monsters, Inc., and, um, which was absolutely brilliant. And it was about those very well-meaning monsters who tried to ch- turn children's fear into to fuel in the city of Monstropolis. See what they did there. Um, this one is about realising that um, actually... They're trying to make kids laugh rather than scream. So it's a complete twist on everything. And, you know, the opening scene is the baby in in the cot and uh, in the monster walks. And you sort of see the shadow looking really scary. And actually, they're there to make the baby, the children, laugh. So it's it's very, very feel good. It's absolutely kind of where we are, a sign of the times, I think, you know, um, nothing not to love about this. Same voices, everything's back in one big hit. And I think, I think it will be, it will be really popular with the children. I don't know what you think, Ian. I mean, it's kind of difficult, isn't it? When you bring back characters and set them in a different scenario, but actually I think, I think this works really neatly. Yeah, I mean, it was such a clever idea, the original movie, wasn't it, where these these monsters uh, go through all these different doors that lead into children's bedrooms and try Mm. and frighten them. And, yeah, as you say, we've got John Goodman and Billy Crystal back as Mike and Sally. Uh, But there's also... There's plenty of new characters. One of them is called Tyler Tuskman, who he wanted to be a scarer, but he arrives and discovers, no, they're doing this new thing now. They're trying to make the kids laugh. So he's sent to work with the facilities team, and their boss is voiced by Henry Winkler, a.k.a. He will always be, a.k.a. The Fonz from Happy Days. He'll always be The Fonz. Whatever he does, he's The Fonz. So (laughs) the original film was great for kids and adults, and the same is is true of this series. It's it's delightful to go back into that world. I really loved it. Now, we've got to that time, Hannah. Comes around quickly, doesn't it? When I ask you, what have you been <laughs> binge-watching this week? Well, I mean, there isn't anything else to watch apart from the Euros, it seems to me. Or, of course, the tennis, I should say. The tennis as well. Of course there is. Oh, yes. um, it's it's oh, sport yes. all round. However, I have just started to properly look at um, an Apple TV Plus series called Trying. It's about a couple who where IVF treatment is just too 
too expensive, but it kind of opens with her saying, it's, it, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. No, it's, it can't be Thursday. And he says, yep, yep, it's Thursday. Oh my God, I'm at the end of my ovulation. <laughs> We've got to get home. We're miles from home. What are we going to do? And you see this couple's desperation to have a baby and it sort of ends with them, you know, whatever on the bus. Um, so it's, it's got some humour, but I can see some sad times coming too, but it looks really good. It is good. I've watched a whole series of that. Rafe Spall's in it, isn't he? And um, yeah, I thought I thought it was a really great show and very sensitively handling the issue of um, infertility and adoption. But it's it's still funny mm. as well. I should stress it is. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. You mentioned sports. There's a lot of it about. So I've been binging on the Tour de France because I mean that's on virtually all day, every day. <laughs> so you can have that on in the background while you're working. Uh, don't tell the boss. Now, we've just got time to look ahead to next week and what we will be previewing. So what's on the agenda, Brenda? <laughs> well, there is terror in the skies because Alison Williams stars in Amazon's Horizon Line, which is a nerve-shredding thriller set on board a pilotless plane. This is the kind of thing that gives me palpitations. You know, I tell you sometimes I just get a bit stressed about things. That That's going to give me the stresses. Don't watch that before you go to bed. And uh, this is very <laughs> exciting. Um, on Apple TV, there's a new show called Schmigadoon, as in the musical Brigadoon. And it's an affectionate homage to the golden age of Hollywood musicals starring Keegan-Michael Key and Cecily Strong who find themselves trapped in what appears to be a 1940s musical. It's great and I chatted to both, well, I chatted to Cecily and the co-creator uh, this week. So we look forward to that. But in the meantime, 